All right, we are back to Two TV Sports, the Tosh and Jerry podcast. I got Jerry here by my side as always. And today we're breaking down March Madness rounds one and two. It's going on right now. We just saw Coach K pull it out. Michigan State absolutely collapsed. We're also going to talk NFL free agency, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady's back, Aaron Rodgers back, Devontae Adams to Vegas. Wow, there's so much stuff to talk about, Gary. We're not we're not going to be able to even get to NBA today. Well, we got you guys on a pod uh, later on this month for that. But today, I cannot wait to talk about all the sports going on. So, Jerry, good to talk to you. Dude, you too. It's overdue. Too much to cover. I can't wait to get into all of it. We're probably going to leave some out, you know, not on purpose, just because there's been an insane amount. Let me start with this. Start with the NCAA tournament. I mean, you know, during the regular season, I'm not the biggest college basketball fan. I watched on Thursday uh, from noon Eastern to midnight Eastern, just binging March Madness. And then, you know, pulled out a little bit on Friday, took a little bit of a breather and right back in Saturday and Sunday. So it's been uh, college basketball overload and I could not be happier. It's been awesome sitting in the same spot on the couch, (laughs) grabbing some beers, watching these games. You know, rooting for teams like I've never rooted for all season. You know, clearly having a rooting interest just for that hour and a half of the game. Seeing Charles Barkley in and out every single halftime, which I wanted to just touch on that. He doesn't know any. He doesn't know any more about college basketball than we do. Like he's not watching these games during the regular season. Um, yeah, I, so it's funny. I to don't see know. Him out there. I don't know why they have him on this. I always thought that was incredibly ridiculous. Like, let's get some guys who actually know college basketball yeah, on the yeah on the March Madness stuff. A couple things. Um, Love Iron Eagle on all the games. Kevin Harlan's been great as usual. And the halftime show, they're not the same without Clark Kellogg. Like, <laughs> that dude's voice is college basketball tournament time. It made me so happy to hear from him again. <laughs> yeah, so I, feel like, I feel like he's just MIA until, like, March, and then he's just, like, the yeah. center of their coverage. Yep. I wouldn't um, have it any yeah. other way, though. They, I mean, normally I, I watch a little more regular uh, season college basketball than you do. But this year I, I didn't watch much just because the Ducks were so bad. That, They're not good. Uh, I, I just kind of gave up on us being anything decent this year. But, uh, of course, gotten into it. Dude, there's, no, there's nothing so, like that first day of March Madness when you're just at work or in class and you're just watching okay, all the games. Yeah, let's do it. So speaking of this one, a storyline I want to take on Michigan, Juwan Howard comes back after getting in that altercation, let's call it with the Wisconsin game. And I picked Michigan to lose. Lo and behold, they're going to be in the sweet 16. Like, <laughs> did you see this run coming from Michigan or? I, I did not. And I don't think Michigan's that good. Um, I just think they got a pretty lucky draw. Who was the sixth seed that they played? Uh, it was um, Colorado uh, it was State, Col- I believe. Yeah, Colorado State. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, come on, like Colorado State shouldn't—they had that one good player, but they should not be a six seed. Yeah. Uh, I did think Michigan had a chance in that game. I didn't see them beating Tennessee. Like Tennessee was ranked fifth in the country. Uh, they Dude, were getting a lot yeah. of hype. Yeah. And, and and so that was interesting. But now they're playing Villanova. I I think Villanova rolls in that game. Yeah. Uh, but but. You got to love the team that – I mean, I don't like Michigan, but the guy, the team, you know, that just kind of saves their season with a sweet 16 run. The Ducks have been there before. You know, oh, bad yeah, 100%. season, win a few games, got good momentum well, going into the next year. So, speaking of momentum, that's kind of another team I want to talk about, UNC. They had a rough start to the season, got hot later, beat Duke, obviously on Coach K's last night, 
clowning Duke, which, you know, I'm not a fan of, but I'm sure the rest of the nation is. Uh, and now they're going into the tournament. Guy? Yeah, very low key. I don't like to advertise. Oh, get out of here. Get <laughs> yeah. out of here. I know. I'm on the, I'm like the Yankees of college basketball. This, yeah. This man's a yeah. Pats, Red Sox, <laughs> Celtics, and Duke fan. <laughs> Well, it's all Boston. I don't have – oh, I didn't have a college team for the Ducks. So, the Duke – yeah, it was before I knew they were hated when I was a, a younger lad, let's say. I, gr- I didn't realize uh, I'd be that guy. But, anyways, yeah, I'm a Coach K Duke guy. And my boy Jason Tatum coming out of there, so that never hurts. But <laughs> there are tribals. So obviously, clearly, I'm not a UNC fan. Uh, they took down the number one Baylor team, which was uh, not the same Baylor team they've been all season, but still impressive, dude. 93 points against them. Um, they're scary. I'll say that UNC looks scary and we've seen them make deep tournament runs before. they won it. Uh, the, the ducks were in the final four. So, I mean, they're hot right now. They're very hot. Yeah. They're, they're hot. I, I thought they had a chance to be to make a run. I thought they had a chance to beat Baylor. I think them versus UCLA is going to be a great game. Yep. I think, yep. I think the winner of that goes potentially to the final four, if not the natty. Yep. Because the winner of that game will probably play Purdue. I think Purdue's very beatable. And then I think Purdue's the win- very beatable defensively. Offense, they can score with anybody, but they can't stop that that many people. So, yeah, yeah, I think if UNC can put up what they've been putting up throughout the tournament, or UCLA, if you know, they get by UNC, then, yeah, I agree with you. The winner of that will advance. And then I – so I think the winner – so the winner of that, I think, will match up with the Gonzaga or Duke, the winner of that game. And yeah. Those teams both are, have so much hype, but I think both teams are so beatable. I mean, Gonzaga. Well, look at Duke against Michigan State tonight. I mean, they tried to blow that game down five and came back. Uh, Gonzaga, the Zags, yeah, that's the thing. If you catch them on the wrong night, they're definitely beatable. They ha- they they have more length than anybody that I've seen in the tournament. I'm sure you know the actual tell you other people are just as you know tall and lengthy, but I mean, I have seen the Zags get caught slacking so yeah i mean they've got two timmy's obviously one of the best but when he faces you know athletic centers it's a little bit harder for him and then um you have chet who's obviously great gonna be a top two or three pick but um i just don't think he's like good enough to be put like i i don't want to count on him to be putting up 17 to 25 points in big games like i just don't think that's what he is right now he's gonna get his blocks his assists but i don't think he's gonna carry them and their guards aren't that good so i think gonzaga's beatable so the other beatable team here that i did want to touch on then we can go into whoever you want but big blue goes down early um and and, you know you can talk about you know the upstart 15 seed winning i'm sure that's a big storyline but i think it's funny seeing coach cal get clowned again round one coming in with all this hype and expectation and blows it. So enough of this coach Cal is the great like hero of one and done basketball. And he's, you know, he's revolutionized it. Enough of that nonsense. No, Stop no. Co- no, coach Cal's a joke. Coach Cal started Trey Lyles over Devin Booker. And yeah. that's why they lost to Kentucky uh, to Wisconsin when they were undefeated. He was playing a lineup with uh, uh, Trey Lyles, Carl Towns, and Willie Cauley Stein. He was playing three centers with Devin Booker on the bench. And Devin Booker instantly came into the NBA and was Dude, better and, than. And two what do you or need in the, the tournament? Three. You need great guard play down the stretch. And what did he do? Not play Devin Booker. <laughs> yeah, comical. So, 
Um, yeah. Who's your uh, Who's your pick to win it all? So I actually this year I'm notoriously awful at failing out a bracket because I don't know that much about college basketball. I like to think I'm picking some upsets and you know they don't hit whatever. In my bracket pool, I'm in the middle now, so not doing great, not terrible. Uh, I kind of, I filled it out with my girlfriend actually this year. Figured I had just as good a shot with her as me filling it out myself. So we ended up picking Villanova to win it all, just because that's the way our bracket fell, and there's not really a strong reason. Like I've watched zero seconds of Villanova Wildcat basketball this year. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't have a good solid reason for you, but so, so far after, so good. How about, how about after seeing all these games, are you still riding with, with uh, the Wildcats? I mean, it was tough. So they almost went down to Ohio state today. They were tied for a little bit down the stretch and they actually gave up a 15 point lead, which is horrifying. As you know, going into the second half, you know, seven minutes left and they're just eating away at the lead. And so they held on, which was great to see. I like to see a battle tested team. I like that. Uh, but the teams that are hot, again, I'm going to come back to you and see mostly because I, you know, because I like Duke and they didn't look as great against Michigan state. I'm worried about how hot they are. Um, yeah, the UNC is frightening. Nova's frightening. Gonzaga is good, but can be tested. We just saw that. So, and, and what was shocking too is Tennessee going down. So I thought they would make a yeah, much, te- much deeper run. Test- Gonzaga was tested by a Memphis team who was horribly coached. I think Penny yeah. Hardaway is a terrible coach. Like but they have Larry Brown talent. on the bench. I do know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I mean, he gets good run. talent, but dude, that team made so many mistakes and, mm-hmm. and they still almost won. Um, so I yeah, also wanted to pick, ask lastly, before I get to uh, your pick about one team we haven't talked about, a one seed, Arizona, because I think Arizona is overrated every year, year after year after year, and they are, and they usually lose. Uh, and they're playing tonight against TCU. So what do you make of the Wildcats? So I, Arizona is my uh, is my national championship. Though. Okay, a I good think, segue. <laughs> For those I listening, think, didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think Arizona is – the most talented team in the nation okay. and they just need to play their game and they're, they're going to win it all. I mean, you have three very good guards, Matherin, who's going to be a top 10 pick. Dalen Terry, I think should be definitely a first round pick. He's really good. Kirk Cleason is a great shooter. And then you have Colocolo and, uh, and Tubelis who are both very skilled, like big men. Uh, Coloclo is a great defender as well. Like I think, uh, I think Arizona has got all, got everything that it takes. I think it would be funny too how like Mark Few and Gonzaga have never won a championship, yeah. And then their his assistant coach goes to Arizona and wins the Natty's first year down there. Like that just yep. seems like, you know, that just seems like it could happen. So I've got I've got Arizona. I re- I really like them. I think uh, they they only have what three losses this year yeah and, they're good uh, they've, and, they've had some great wins like I, I think they're they're loaded and the best uh the best addition for them was the subtraction of sean miller <laughs> which i think is uh you probably obviously their their roster is loaded but uh coaching huge in the tournament as we uh as we see yeah coach that Cattle guy that they got him. from from gonzaga their coach now i think is is a great yep. coach so they got mm-hmm. they, they're, they're gonna be tough for the ducks they're gonna be tough for us to to get by them in the Pac-12, and we kind of own the Pac for a few years, but uh, yep. but yeah, it, it, it's good seeing Arizona good again. Like that, it's kind of part of college basketball, you know. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm I'm here for it. I mean, if you can't beat the best, you can't be the best. So, I, yeah, maybe hopefully it'll help us on the recruiting trail. You know. Yeah. All right. Let's transition to uh, 
the NFL because we had some crazy, crazy, crazy moves. Uh, but before we do that, uh, make sure to go check out the Tuesday Morning Blitz podcast starring Jackson Roberts and Kale Clinton because uh, they're covering this stuff every week. They're great. I mean, Jerry, I, I highly recommend you you go over there and, and give it a listen. Those guys uh, have been great all year, and they're they're still going strong. So, uh, take go go give Jackson and Kale a listen on the Tuesday Morning Blitz podcast. But uh, for our take on the NFL stuff, so where where should we start? We have Deshaun, we have Russ, we have Rogers, Devonte. Sure, um, sure. It's Brady. We have to start with Brady. We haven't talked about this on the pod formally. Uh, I know he wasn't one of the five picks we just mentioned, but he's back. Yeah. So for me, he never retired, <laughs> right? He was gone 40 days. It was the off season before free agency. It was before the draft. I mean, there would be no difference in him retiring versus unretiring during that time, except for a couple Instagram posts. <laughs> so yeah, what's, What's his deal? Why? What, like, what was that whole thing? That was so weird and random. Odd, odd. I think it was. I mean, it, my own opinion is I think it was time for him to walk away at the end of the season, and he made that choice. And he said, "You know what? I'm actually still healthy. I'm at the top of my game. There's no reason for me to walk away. The Bucks are still competitive. And if you think about it, they were tied with the Super Bowl champions. It's not like this Bucks team was that far off. And healthy Godwin next year. Yeah, you lost some guys to free agency, but you know, Brady's done that before, so." Yeah, you know, it's just it's just like dude like it's time you're 45 like go like do something i mean i think else. it would have been a good time for him to walk away coming almost coming back against the rams leading the league in passing touchdowns passing yards it would have been a good time um am i upset with him coming back no I'm like i'm always gonna be rooting for one more ear brady like let's see what this how long this guy can play so I'm, I'm all for dude. that i i think it's he needs to go do something else like I think what happened was he was just like, I'm going to retire. Like, this is going to be cool. Like, I'm not going to have to focus on football. And then he got into it, and he was just like, I literally have no – like, I'm yeah, like, what else am I doing? competitive, and I can't do anything else. Yeah. And then he came yeah. back. I'm with so, you. I mean, the, the Bucks are going to be good. Like, I just they're, – they're going to be very good. It, they're going to need some of their young players that they've recently drafted to come through because they're getting yeah. older and – and a lot of their other guys are – they've lost some pieces on that team. So, like, Brady's not going to be getting any better, I don't think. Uh, so, 100%. We'll, see. we'll get to uh, – somehow we'll get to Deshaun in the B block. But next up on, on my docket, because apparently I've got in this NFL free agency here, is uh, one, there's two Packers things here we got – we have to cover. Okay. <laughs> First, obviously, Rodgers re-signing that massive mega extension for four years, which I know you were against – two weeks ago. So I want to hear if you change your mind on that or not. And two, then not re-signing and then subsequent trading of the star wide receiver, Devontae Adams to the Raiders. Okay. So start with Rogers. I, I wanted the us to trade him. I felt like that was, that would be the best uh, thing for, you know, my fandom kind of like, obviously having Rogers is great. And with Rogers, you're going to be in the mix. But at the same time, it, I've just had kind of had enough of the whole thing where it's just like Rogers, Devontae, Bakhtiari, like they're all great players, but they haven't won any. Rogers has won a Super Bowl. The other guys haven't. Mm-hmm. Like I just kind of felt like it was time to move on, trade him, trade Devontae, get a bunch of picks. Um, 
and rebuild. So when they signed him, I was a little bit, I was a little bit sad, but also we got Aaron Rodgers. So like, I'm not going to complain. The Devontae thing I think is a great move because he's 30 years old. He wants the biggest contract ever from a non uh, quarterback. And you're just not going to like, you're not going to be have success sustained signing 30 year olds to huge contracts unless they're quarterback. Like mm-hmm. he he's been injured the last few years, not like, like consistently. You know he's missed games. He's thirty years old, and it's time to get younger at the receiver position. I think. So I have the almost opposite take of this, where I think the Packers did the exact wrong thing by keeping one, trading one. I think you either have to keep both or trade both. The keeping of just Rogers is you lose the. Pretty much the only guy he throws to in any clutch situation, let alone the entire game. Like, who are you going to throw to now, Alan Lazard? Well, but Jerry, the thing with that is that he, the re, the other guys are open. Is that? But he just locks in on Devontae. That's his whole issue. Is that we're we're about to find out this year? <laughs> we're exactly. about to find out. But the other thing is with that signing of him and not Devontae is that he's eating the cap without a weapon now. And like, how are you going to go get somebody either on defense or offense to help the team? So when the Packers are screwed, I- I'm okay with your point of not paying a sub ride receiver over 30. There's a bunch of great stats about uh, Super Bowl teams not winning when you pay. It's like 15% of your cap or more to like a wide receiver, one wide receiver. So I'm good with that, but I don't think you pay Rogers without paying Devonte. I think you do bring Devonte back and try to go for it one more year before blowing the whole thing up with them. And it's it's not like you couldn't trade Devontae next year, barring injuries and the well, horrible thing. But. Well, also the thing is, is that they said that – I mean, who knows what reports are true and what isn't, but sure. they said he wanted to go to the Raiders. So we could have kept him this year on the franchise tag, but then he would have just been gone next year. Yeah. So like, so, so the way I view it is they either could have kept him for one year on the franchise tag and, and let him go, or they could have just gotten two picks. So now what I'm hoping, like, we go, we go sign or we go trade for – or we go draft Chris Olave. We have Olave, Lazar. We, go, we sign some vet receiver. You know, I don't know exactly who's out there with some of the $20 million. Yeah. Well, okay, but Devontae. even if you get Olave, right – like he's no Devante year one. And and this is the window. Sorry. This isn't the window. The window was last year and it would have been this year with Devante. And we saw the Packers got close two years ago. They lost to the bucks last year. They couldn't get by the Niners. They're not getting better. They're getting worse. And they just gave a fat chunk of money to eat the cap away from the rest of the team. So I don't think the Packers are going anywhere this season or for that matter, the next couple, like I think you guys just ham- hamstrung yourselves with this deal and lack of a deal with Devante. Yeah, well, I think that 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 was kind of my point about trading Rogers. Um, I, but I think I think the thing that you're not that you're not factoring in as much is I think that Devont that Rogers locking in on Devonte is bad for the offense. Like, like this year especially, it would be like he would just be locking in on Devonte, missing wide yeah. open guys, and he wasn't playing as well as he could have played. Like, we'll see. He might, he might, the thing with Rogers. I mean, he won the like, MVP. I'm, I don't know if it's, I don't know how much better yeah, he's playing. Like, <laughs> a lot better. He wasn't that good last year. Like, he was much better the year before, and it showed in the playoff game. Like, he had moments this year where he was great, obviously, but yeah. there's so many times where he didn't play as well as he should have. 
Um, and, and then the playoff game was exactly like that. It was, it was locking in on Devontae. If you're number one, guys. number two wide receiver are Marquez Valdez-Scanling and Alan Lazard, you're not going anywhere. I don't care I if agree, Aaron Rodgers is spreading the ball more. <laughs> you need somebody else. I agree. But the thing is, is that see, I don't think that, that's, that those are going to be the top two receivers. I think it'll be – I think Lazard is – Somebody good, draft? I think, I, think, I think they're going to spend – I think they're, they have – they have five picks in the first three rounds. Yeah. They're going to draft. They're probably going to draft at least one receiver. Like um, so, if they draft, if they draft Olave and go sign a Jarvis Landry or Julio Jones or like I, I don't love those guys. Those are just some of the names people are throwing around. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I know you don't like Julio. I know that. Yeah, he's a little bit on the back half. But, all but right, let's talk about a wide receiver though. Then who, who I wanted us to go after, who you guys could have gone after with this. Allen Robinson goes to the defending champion Los Angeles Rams. I was really hoping the Pats were going to be in on him. He's just the kind of guy we need. Um, yeah. yeah, pretty upset uh, we didn't get him. I don't. I don't. I, I like Allen Robinson as a player. I just. But look at it, who he's had throwing to him. He's been productive with Mitch Trubisky. No, he's and he's a good Mortals. Like <laughs> he's he's a good player. I I like Allen Robinson. It's just yeah. Do I want to spend fifteen million dollars a year on? an aging receiver or do I want to spend $15 million so he, a year on a stud? Uh, when you corner? say aging, he's only 28, Like he'll be 29 at the end of the season. But I mean, I like him. I think he would turn around an offense. Like look at, for example, he might not be Stefan Diggs, but look at what Stefan Diggs did for Buffalo. It changed the entire yeah, team. I, no. Yeah. But I also, I don't think that those guys are very comparable at this point. Very different. And I like Allen Robinson. It, yeah. Like, I, I don't hate the move for the Rams. I think they needed more receivers. I mean, they they got rid of Rob Woods, so they needed yeah. they needed. But you got Cup now, OBJ and Allen Robinson. That's still. I mean, well, you can this, lose. It, isn't OB is OBJ a? Isn't I thought he, he was resigning. He might not have officially. I thought I mean, he wanted he to stay have, in LA. He might. He, he might have, but he's also tore his ACL in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So is yeah. he playing next year? Probably not. Maybe in like maybe no playoff time. Yeah. Yeah. Back. So I mean they. They needed receivers. They they also paid Stafford, which I guess they just needed to do. They had to, yeah. Especially after the Super you have to. The Rams, like I think this was their window. I think their window is kind of closing. Like they're so going to be good, but who's left then in the NFC? Like I agree with you. The Rams are going to be good, but I'm not sure if they're going to repeat. The Bucks are going to be good. I don't know if they have enough yet at this point before free agency or before the rest of free agency in the draft. We'll see. The Packers, I don't think. The Niners are obviously the clear favorite. So let me ask you that. So let's get into the, the Niners Baker, are the clear favorite? No, wait, no, no, no. Wait, wait, I was going to say, I was going to say, wait, if, wait. besides Jimmy G, besides Jimmy G, if they, if they solve their quarterback issue, right, I think they would be. So it, does Baker, is Baker a notable improvement who is now a free agent over Jimmy Garoppolo? Baker? Mayfield? I'm asking. Yes. Baker Mayfield. Is he better <laughs> for that team? Baker Mayfield is not leaked. Baker, uh, no. Well, I don't know. But the, Baker Mayfield is not leading anyone to the Super Bowl. Uh, Trey, they're not, not going to sign Baker and play him over Trey Lance. It's going to be, okay. it's going to be Trey Lance, or it's going to be potentially they kept Jimmy G. So for now, like, for now, I just, I just don't see it with the Niners unless they make a drastic change at quarterback, which I don't think they're going to do. Um, I think that you're. I think that you're sleeping on the Packers' defense, though, because I think that the Packers. I think the Packers have. I like the Packers this year 
as of now, more than I did last year. I think okay. the second year. It's a hot take. <laughs> but all right. Second, second year under an under the uh, defensive court uh, coordinator, defense started playing really well by the end of the season. We yep. brought back everyone on the defense. We thought we were losing all these guys because we were going to go pay Devontae, but we were able to bring everyone back. Our secondary has has uh, three very good corners, two good safeties. Um, I think we're going to draft a few guys. We've got one of the best middle linebackers in football, Devondre Campbell. Like, I think the Packers' defense is going to be one of the best units in the NFC. And if Rodgers, like, actually plays like he's capable of mm-hmm. and spreads the ball around, we draft some guys. I, I like the Packers. Um a good amount in the NFC this year. I mean, they'll be in the mix, right? I'm, I, I'm racking my brain right now to think about who would be coming out of the NFC besides the normal candidates we've had, which Packers, Bucks, Rams. I mean, uh, people people would say the Cowboys. People would say the, uh, the – I just uh, As long as Mike McCarthy's there, it's not going to be Cowboys. That's my take. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. And I think people yeah. would say the, the Eagles with three first round nah, picks. They don't have, but a, I, don't have a QB I, position. I'm, yeah, so, I'm not bought into her. So I think it's Packers, Bucks, Rams. I think uh, I think by default it has to be Packers, Bucks, Rams. I'm not. Like, I don't love it. But there's nobody else who's just coming into that fray right now. At yeah, least at this we'll point see, in the off season, we'll see what the Niners do at quarterback. Yep. But so AFC speaking of what, though. yeah, absolutely. So speaking of quarterbacks and stacking and whatnot, <laughs> here we get to in the C block. Uh, Deshaun Baker, the Browns. I mean, Browns are going to Browns. This is a hell of a move for them. Um, yeah, really, yeah. It could be taken any mean, direction. I dude, the thing about Deshaun is like obviously incredibly questionable, like background, like you know, like like yes. I just prefacing with everything. Fo- I haven't followed that whole situation very closely, so I don't really know where it stands on that, but. Deshaun Watson is a nice quarterback. He's the best quarterback the Browns has ever had. Um, and I think Stefanski's a good coach. And I I like the Browns in, in that division now. Um, it's yeah. just like when you when you pay a quarterback that amount of money, it's just incredibly hard to build around him. So you're gonna be playing. Yeah, kinda, but when you have Miles Garrett on the other side, it's uh, it's a good problem to have. Yeah, but there's many teams. There's many teams who have had who have had guys, uh, you know, like Miles Garrett on defense and yeah, uh, and a good quarterback and not done shit. So like, they're gonna have to build the roster around him. I don't think that's a Super Bowl roster with Deshaun Watson. On but okay, hold on. Counterpoint. Think back to when he was starting for the Texans. The season after he left, they won like five games. So I, I mean, I think he's worth a lot of wins. A lot, yeah. a lot, and the Browns were, were already good, like fundamentally good, with Baker and injured. Uh, the Browns were all right, uh, dude. They I, were like, in position. I mean, they're good. They're good, but dude, they're, they're Deshaun Watson away. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't think they're. I think they're going to be good. I don't think their roster is is to the same level as say the Rams was last year or the Bucks was the year true, before true. Or, or the Bengals in their own division for that matter. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I, 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 you, you gotta like the move to trade for Deshaun from a football standpoint. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. From ben, a football standpoint, there's no argument about it, about whether you should or shouldn't do it. It's big, everything big that's ben, coming yeah. off the field. Big Ben is done. 
uh, I guess they're going to have – it's going to be Bur- – God, the AFC is so loaded. You've got Burrow and Watson in one division with Lamar. Mm-hmm. He, Lamar's like an afterthought almost. And then in another Which is division, nuts. It is absolutely yeah. nuts. In the other division, you have uh, the Mahomes, Herbert. Russell and, Wilson. And Wilson. Yeah. And Derek so, Carr, I mean, if you want to throw him in. He had a great season last year. Say what you will. He did. Okay, he deserves that, to be thrown in. Now's a great time for me to just touch on the Raiders. because Oh, boy. It, Diggy D, pay attention. Yeah. Shout out Diggy D. Literally the last 20 years of my life, it's the same thing for the Raiders. Every offseason, they, they, they basically are 500 the year before, or maybe a little worse. They signed some old uh, – offensive player and they're like oh this guy's gonna fix our entire team that guy gets injured something goes on they have the exact same year and they do the exact same thing again i will say i agree with everything you said they were however on a heater before the whole henry ruggs incident uh they were good they were really good and that's (laughs) i mean losing him changed their offense it did on the field yeah that's the thing that all raiders fans say is like Henry Ruggs. It's like, yeah, well, if your team is reliant on one guy to be there, then your team's sure. not that good. Like, that's part of football. You, like, the Packers are 7-0 and without Devontae Adams in the last two years. Like, there's no excuses. If you're a good football team, you you win games even if you've got one or two players out. So, like, so that, that, that whole thing is stupid. The Raiders, like, the Raiders just take all of our old receivers, basically. They got they took Jordy. They Dude, took, I love your social media games. posts about the uh, the Packers and Raiders relationship. I've been loving that all weekend. I'm excited they, they to get took, out here. Yeah, they, they took James Jones. They took Jordy Nelson. And now they get Devontae. So I wish nothing but the best for Devontae. I would love to see him uh, do better than those other guys. But I just I yeah, think he will. will. I think he will. Um, uh, last thing, unless you want to get into more NFL, which I'm always down for. We didn't wrap up the Baker story. I don't know where he goes. The quarterback carousel, it doesn't seem like there's that many seats. I guess maybe Houston needs a quarterback, but I don't know. Nah, they, said they're going, they said they're going with Davis Mills. I think Baker hmm, – uh, Does he do I one think, year as a backup role, kind of like the Jameis Winston treatment? And then, I think he's too good for that. I think he should go to Miami maybe. Yeah, although the Miami regime seems to be committed to Tua, which I think is a mistake. But I'm okay with that. Huge mistake. Yeah. Huge mistake. Two is a joke. Go. Yeah. Two is a joke. Which is why I like. Uh, I want them to keep him for another year at least. Uh, two more things. One, I just want to say I'm not even going to turn this over to you because it's it's too big of a joke. But is the Steelers' plan really Mitch Trubisky at quarterback? <laughs> they're go- they're going to Mitch. That's their plan. Like that's tough. It, Mike Tomlin is going to hate Mitch Trubisky by the end of it. He's going to be like, this dude fucking sucks. Like, that's I don't, pathetic. If you're the Steelers brass, like, what are you even thinking? Like, you, yeah. Oh if my you're, sorry, if you're a team Maybe in the they'll NFL, draft someone. Dude, Maybe. I don't. But, like, oh, my God. But if, they, if Mitchell Trubisky is their plan, like, that's pathetic. Uh, dude, it I, sucks I for the Steelers because all they're missing is a, is a quarterback. I think Baker would – I mean, they're going to do it because he was their division rival, but – with that defense yeah, and Baker, Najee Harris, it wouldn't be bad. It'd be like a better Browns team. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Baker to Pittsburgh. Um, Dude, I'm t- Baker, it makes too much sense for them not to do it, but I think they have too much pride to sign Baker to a deal. So Yeah, they probably won't do that. Um, how about Russell Wilson? Like, everyone's loving this Denver. Why is Denver – why does everyone think they have such a good roster? Who's good on that team? 
Well, they have – who's the uh, the cornerback? Is it Ward? Not Ward. Uh, who am I thinking? The guy from Ohio State. I'm blanking on his name. But they have they have a decent secondary. They had some young linebackers. They got rid of Vaughn, although I wouldn't call him young. Um, they have Corlin Sutton and – who's the other guy in the outside? I'm forgetting. They have another receiver. Jerry Judy. Decent, yeah, Judy. They, they have a decent roster. I'm agreeing with you. In that division, they're kind of screwed. But yeah, I don't like better. Everyone's like, uh, the Broncos, they're a quarterback away. It's like, are they? Are they? They're they're more like a quarterback away from being like a fringe playoff team, yeah, (laughs) yeah, especially in the AFC now, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't don't see them going anywhere. I just thought I'm I'm stuck on the Baker thing, so maybe Baker to Seattle. I just tie that up. I just thought about Russell going there, and there's an opening, Um, very few openings that I mean, Steelers and Seattle, but yeah, you're right. The Broncos are definitely yeah, – it'll help them. Obviously, like, Russell Wilson is an upgrade over Drew Locke. And it's I guess it's good for Seattle to implode the whole thing and rebuild now, um, especially with the Rams yeah. and the Cardinals being good. It's a good time to do it. So, I think both teams won. I think the, it'll be more fun seeing the Broncos without Vic Fangio and having a quarterback. I think Vic Fangio got the short end of the stick there. He didn't really get a shot with a quarterback, but, you know, it's football. So Yeah, yeah. All right, Jerry, we'll uh... – there anything else you want to talk about today before we uh before we head on our way yeah kind of out of left field here besides trevor story signing with the socks i watched my first full f1 race <laughs> today uh had some You're money like Bill simmons is he getting, getting into, into f1 it? yeah yeah dude i actually yeah so the girlfriend's getting me into it she got really into it like this off season so we were watching we had some money on this race we want some money on this f1 race and uh, uh that's funny she said, she said, I should be glued to the TV. And I told her I'll be golfing for half the races because they're on a 10 a.m. here. <laughs> so we'll see uh, how the season goes. But tough start for Red Bull after blowing up both both teams' engines on the uh, final couple laps. They were in good position Jeez. to score some points. And uh, we might, we might have to get her on to talk a little. Uh, yeah, I think one. she actually might want to come on. And I was like, all right, we'll have to, uh, we'll have to make a segment, <laughs> short yeah. F1 segment. Yeah, a little F1 segment. All right. Uh, I guess that's all today for the uh, Tosh and Jerry podcast, but uh, stay tuned because we've got NFL or NBA stuff coming up before the playoffs. We'll get a pod out. And we also have a big baseball preview pod in the works. Uh, so hoping that will come out soon too because baseball season is back. Baseball's back, Jerry. Yeah, it's uh, about time. So spring training just started and uh, it's immaculate vibe. So. Well, we'll we'll be in contact uh, about that stuff with you guys. But for now, TTV Sports is signing off the mic.